0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1 800 951 0592 or log on to AllAmericanGold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, June the 2nd, 2016. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. My name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you to the show. To all our loyal listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's Thursday, day four of that hostage situation that you're in. You're almost there. You're almost there to the end of the weekend. It's so exciting. Patriot Trading Group, gold and silver. It's what we do. All you have to do is give us a call at 1-800-951-0592. Today the lovely Sarah's going to be here to take your phone calls, answer your questions, take your order. Hey, just be your friend if you need it. I don't know. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click, take a look at the products, or just... Enjoy all the articles, the news that disturbs the comfortable, and all of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. He's got a bit of an ego. He likes me to just sit here and just say, he's the man. And he is the man because I see him here every day studying, reading. It's a quagmire of information. If you ever came into his office and looked at the piles and piles, you'd go, wow. That's not a pretty thing to look at, but I'm here to tell you he dives into it. All for you, so that you... Listen, he's not going to tell you what you want to hear, but he's going to tell you what you need to know. Joe, here I am talking about you. It's Thursday. You're almost there. How are you, man? You know, I'm looking
1: around, uh, and and I do this, when I know people are coming in. I'll clean up.
0: No, you don't. I kind of do. No, you don't. You just don't let them in your office or in the studio. It's hilarious. All right.
1: Thanks a lot for that. Uh, happy Thursday, Somebody turn off the oven. Oh,
0: he's, it's just warming up. Oh. It's just warming up. Hey, did you know that in 1935, today on this day, George Herman Ruth, greatest, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, the Sultan of the squad, he retired from baseball. The babe. The babe. He retired from baseball I on this day in that. 1935. Did you know he was born in Baltimore?
1: I didn't know that either.
0: Well, anyway.
1: What day did he die?
0: Uh, now, of course that would be. Uh, a I, question my, I don't have the answer. I think it was my right birthday. Now.
1: I think it was August sixteenth fifteenth or sixteenth. Him and Elvis.
0: Really, I on think, the same day? You can't. Don't use that as a fact. No, I don't I, know. I'm just. I will tell you, he had two of the best nicknames ever: the Sultan of Swat and the Bambino. I'm the just, Bambino. He had two of the best nicknames ever. You know, I remember being an, a kid growing up and writing book reports about the Babe. And I just, uh, you know, the fact that he was the New York Yankees, the fact that the Red Sox, you know, were cursed because they got rid yeah, of Yeah, the curse, right. right? You know, uh, um, and, and now that we're in the middle of baseball season and here in Arizona we're not enjoying it that much because we can't seem to catch rhythm and win any game. Look us uh, just face-face. We're terrible. We're not terrible. Oh, my goodness, you and your positivity. I'm just telling you right now. Things need to change in Arizona. We need some wins. I want some happiness about these D-backs and our baseball boys.
1: Okay, let's just say the wins will come in football season. So there you go for that. That's my my expert opinion. And uh, just a couple of public service announcements, big shipping day today, possibly also tomorrow. Um, Once again, the Bullion Bank is just backed up. And it's not that big of a delay. Well, here's the delay stuff that was supposed to be here last friday are going to hopefully be here today may possibly be tomorrow but i know that it, it's actually somewhere between here in san diego uh we have i, I know all the people with uh, the au five dollar gold pieces all of you are shipping today uh, if if our bullion bank product arrives, those of you waiting on uh, Silver Eagles, Buffalo Rounds, uh, some other stuff like that, all of that will be shipping in the next day or two and then we will be 100% caught up. Things have gotten a lot better as far as uh, the shipping department goes and the only issues we seem to have is those darn Silver Eagles. You just can't get enough of them and uh, the U.S. Mint uh, continuing to produce them as fast as they can, but about, you know, like I said, it's about a week delay, so things that, un- unfortunately for us, they don't tell us about week delays. It has to be two, usually they don't even start telling until it's like two to three weeks or longer, uh, but but anyway, like I said, we, we found that out because the stuff hasn't gotten here yet, but uh, rest assured, I do know it left Tuesday, because Monday was the holiday. It's supposed to be here uh, this afternoon. Uh, if not this afternoon, it'll definitely be here on Friday, and then, like I said, we will be all caught up for you. Got a really good show for you lined up today. Had some employment data. It is the first week of the month. It is the start of June, so jobs numbers are coming out today and tomorrow. The the number the ADP number, which normally came out on Wednesday, but because of the holiday, came out today. A hundred and seventy three thousand jobs created all of them in the service sector, which I'm going to rename the part time minimum wage sector. Uh, 173,000 jobs, Uh, manufacturing was a negative, Uh, mining was a negative, all the other jobs that you would associate. uh, Well, banking, banking was positive, but not a very big positive. Construction, only 13,000 jobs in construction. Uh, Like I said, so pretty much all of it in the part-time Minimum wage category, 173,000 jobs, first-time jobless claims. I want to say it was 268,000, but as I was watching the television, according to the experts, that the jobs market is incredibly robust right now. And they said if it wasn't for the fact that all of these people who had lost their jobs during the crisis. Now, of course, the crisis was, well, depending on where you say the crisis ended, seven to nine years ago. Apparently, these people are coming back into the workforce, at least a couple million, because if they hadn't, the unemployment rate would only be 4%. Double J in the love. Happy Thursday to all of you. The oven. Really starting to heat up. Supposed to be 113 tomorrow. My wife told me 115
0: on Saturday. Make sure you hydrate.
1: And you know it's Arizona. Everything's kind of relative, but anything over 110 is just dumb. It's just way too hot. Uh, but but you know 100 degrees here is actually not bad. Wouldn't you agree? I agree with you. I
0: agree that well, I mean, one, anything over one ten, come on. Well, I mean, if you've just, lived here, I've I've acclimated quite quite well. I'll go golfing it, but you're right. You get up into the double digits, one hundred and ten and above, you're feeling it, and you're, you're I mean, your body is 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 uh, dying of thirst. I don't know how else to put it, but uh, I, I I just know this. My I, body says to me, "What are you doing? What are you doing? I, get I mean, inside!" Uh, it's uh, it, it, it's Arizona, it's but that Arizona. just means it's a dry heat, as we <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dry heat, yeah. Like I said, it really is until it, it breaks one ten, and then it does. Well, matter. well it, you know it, what's ah!
0: around the corner, right? Monsoon season.
1: Yeah, well, right? I, I don't remember the last monsoon season. It's been so long since we've had an actual monsoon season. But enough about the weather. I just brought it up because we're you know we we are the summer golfers here. Yes, we are. Because we don't like to pay Snowbird pricing. There's
0: a reason it dropped to, uh, you know, 20 bucks. A right, round. right I'd now, right. Starting,
1: course. like, this week or next week, depending on which course, you can pretty much golf anywhere in Arizona for less than $30. The, the one thing you have to be willing to do is golf when it's 113 degrees out.
0: And, by the way, when it hit July and it's 110 at 5 a.m., doesn't make a difference what time your tea time is it's gonna be hot it's gonna be hot it's going to cool down at three in the morning to a very
1: balmy 98 degrees that's what it's like but uh anyway so we're, we're we're getting ready for summer of golf and i just wish it wouldn't be so hot speaking of getting hot you know we've been talking about the obamacare thing for a while now
0: sure sure
1: and all these states are coming out one by one with what they want for a rate hike. Texas has now given out theirs. The largest health insurer in Texas wants to raise rates by an average of 60%, according to, uh, well, I guess the state of Texas, the president's overhaul not solving the problem of of price hikes. Of course, Texas is not alone. Millions of customers are going to be shielded from these price hikes thanks to our government subsidies. And this is the thing, when I talk about these price hikes, that all of you need to understand. This is you and me paying for it. Because I want to say the number somewhere around 85 to 90% of the people that use Obamacare are subsidized. So almost, well, I shouldn't say almost nobody, but less than 20% of the people that use Obamacare are get, are pay for it out of pocket. Now, some of the subsidies, it may be only be a partial. Obviously, a lot of the subsidies, people are getting the thing entirely for free. But when you hear this, just remember, that's more of our taxpayer dollars. This was supposed to solve, right? This was supposed to help reduce the deficit, this great plan. Remember that. And everyone was going to have great insurance, and you can keep your insurance, and you can keep your doctors, and now we're finding out, here's what, here's what they're saying. Hey, we want a 60% rate hike, or we're just going to leave altogether. And, and so just another state, of course, Texas is one of those, you know, that's a, those are big states now that we're talking about, uh, and, and adding to that. And then you start thinking about why it is that things are the way they are. You know, first of all, like I said at the, at the beginning of the break, or at the end of the last break, I'm watching the idiot box this morning. I mean, I'm watching CNBC, and they're talking about, this ADP jobs number and Mark, this guy Mark Zandy, he's the guy they have on. It, it's his days to be on every jobs week. So the first week of the month, that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it, you know, they have this same guy come on, and they're talking about jobs and and they made a they made a couple of very interesting comments. The first thing they said was. Janet Yellen says we only need to add 100,000 jobs now. Now, when I started, when I first started doing radio uh, with Eric, the number was, Alan Greenspan, by the way, was the Federal Reserve chairman. The number was 300,000. We had to create 300,000 jobs a month to keep up with the population growth and have a booming economy. Today, the the same people are now saying the number only needs to be 100,000 jobs. The ADP number came in at 173. Of course, like I said, the huge majority of that was part-time. It was just amazing. But the other thing that they said that I was just blown away by is apparently all of these people that had been out of the workforce for, like I said, seven to ten years are re-entering. And they came up with this number of two million people. Two million people have come off the sidelines, according to the idiot box. This was, this was what you got to believe. And if they hadn't have come off the sidelines, the unemployment rate would only be 4.1%. And that essentially wanted to reiterate what the San Francisco Fed chairman, which is, hey, we're at full employment, folks. This is the best we're going to do. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, is this, I mean, have we really, have things really changed this much? You know, you think back to the mid-2000s, and we needed 300,000 jobs. And now somehow we only need 100,000 jobs. And we now have full employment with 46 million people on food stamps. See, I would be apt ab- to believe that number, if I saw the food stamp thing falling, we've been at 45 million in change for the last six years, five years. Hasn't really moved. So I'm wondering where these people are coming from that have suddenly found this new urge to go to work. And why haven't we seen a reduction in the food stamp? In fact, we've seen an increase in all subsidies being provided. Well, right, it's actually been increased. Right, the the food stamp one kind of remain stable, but we are seeing the increase in all the other subsidies. Look at Obamacare. That's, that's got to be first and foremost. Exactly.
0: And it's it just, um, I think that, it's a manipulation of the numbers itself. It's kind of like you always talk about, you know, and, and the way it's presented. It's, it's manipulation of numbers so that there can be – and I don't know. I just find it interesting, and, and it's that 1% that keeps getting richer. It works out for them somehow. <laughs> right. Their, 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 their <laughs> dollars always – their bottom line and their revenue seems to always increase. Okay, But the, the, interesting, that, that coincide, the interesting number that coincides with that – as revenues increased for the one percenters, the number of people um, applying for government subsidies is increasing at the same time. There is a there's there there it coincides.
1: There, there's that correlation. Yes, there's absolutely a correlation. The better the one percent does, the, the the more subsidies the rest of the people need. to look into And, well, and, oh, goodness, and, and, and the other, be honest with them. Uh,
0: the other thing that's kind of interesting that coincides with it is the number of government employees that keep getting hired. We're not reducing our government staff, our municipal staff, our state staff. We're not reducing. It's increasing as more people go on government assistance. So our cost... <laughs> I guess
1: you're right. Hey, listen, if enough people need government assistance, the
0: government's got to hire more people. They've got to hire more people. Everything they said they would do, they're doing the opposite. Obamacare is done the opposite of what he said it would do. You know, we we should probably dig up
1: one of the president's uh, little speeches before it got passed, and all the great things that it was going to do. And I think you could probably just go right down the list. They said it was going to keep it was going to drive health care costs lower. Um, that was false. Right? It's like the old, the old Maury Povich, right? The, Let's get out the lie detector test. It's going to reduce the deficit. Uh, that was false. Forty million people are now going to gain insurance. Right, that was another big thing. That was false. Young people are just gonna love it. Right, young people who. Ordinarily, didn't even have insurance because hey, I'm 21 years old. I don't think I need it. Uh, that was false. They don't love it at all. Talked about you could keep your plan if you wanted to,
0: right? That was false. I mean, just the whole thing. There is on social media. There is absolute breakdown of uh, from unemployment. To, I mean I mean everything that was promised as far as Obamacare and I'm just speaking about Obamacare how it has hit it has been a myth from the get-go. But, but think about this
1: okay we're, we're picking on Obamacare but what about like NAFTA and GAT right All of that legislation all of it was false all of it was we we're always misled. I think back to the creation of the the central bank itself, the Federal Reserve itself right? Right, all based on lies. Right, all of course that was done even worse. That was collusion and secrecy of, of the of the richest people in the world. And, and you think about all, all the reasons why our founding fathers were so big on less government. And it's so apparent. Because here we sit in this age where government is now everything. Really, when you think about it, between the central bank and the federal government, it's everywhere. They control everything. They manipulate everything. And and the biggest fear, we're living in it. You know, Homer made the comment yesterday, my parents lived better than me with a high school diploma than I live with my college degree. It's never happened. And you got to start asking yourself, why is it happening? How did we get here? And you start really... It's such a simple solution, right? Because the answer is obvious. The government is corrupt. They're inept. Or it's an orchestrated event. I mean, it really, it's the only things you can possibly come with. How can you miss on every single point? You know, you can understand a big piece of legislation, right? Hey, okay, we had ten things we wanted to accomplish. Seven out of those ten things we got. Maybe, you know, one of them was kind of a push, and the other, you know what, we missed on these two. We could kind of live with that. But all these big legends it misses on everything. Is it incompetence or is it on purpose? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Words. Use words. Welcome no back, sword. Patriot Radio News yes. Hour. Our toll-free number, 800 951 And it really doesn't matter. Incompetence. They've done it on purpose. It's collusion. It's the Illuminati. It's the globalist. It's all part of the plan. It's a comedy of errors. Whatever the reason me it really doesn't matter. Either you're prepared or you're not. Right? It doesn't matter which one of of the reasons you want to use. And there's a lot of people out there, and I'm one of them, that believe a very, very few select multi-billionaires are leading the whole world into... You know, trying to shape it into whatever their little goals and objectives are, which ultimately end up with them having a, a huge piece of the pie.
0: Well, and they and the rules are different for them because if uh, they want to pass the law, well, let's it, face it, they're the ones that make the rules. They make the rules. I mean, and also takes his money.
1: You know,
0: and, and what, what 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 we call bribery, they call lobbying. <laughs> there you go. Right, just put a
1: different word on it's, it. Let's call
0: them work. something. Else. It's called bribery. Lobby. Such a bad word. Oh, that's an ugly picture you're painting there. But the lobbyists are handing them See, the money. It's not okay. so much better. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so
0: either you're prepared or you're not.
1: And this is where we come in because this is what they're doing to get ready, which is buying gold, buying silver. And really, ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what you need to be doing. Jamie Dimon was out, you know, to the head of J.P. Morgan. He, he has issued a warning saying that someone is going to get hurt. But it's not going to be J.P. Morgan because they don't do auto loans. According to Jamie Dimon, the pressure, the delinquencies are starting to pile up. We've hit brand new records. Now, we talked about yesterday, I told you, car sales slowed down uh, in May. And really, this whole year, been supported by rental cars, uh, the Uber Lyft revolution, and all of that stuff. But that car sales, which has been a huge bright spot getting ready uh, to start becoming a negative record number one auto loans in total now have surpassed a trillion dollars we have over a trillion dollars of auto loan debt and you think about all the cars that are out there in the world today and you barely get you just you get over a, just over a trillion bucks here in the United States, and then you think about our federal deficit, almost twenty trillion, and how big it is, and how unpayable it must seem. The average loan now on a new vehicle thirty thousand, and it was was it thirty two dollars. A little it, it just surpassed thirty thousand dollars. I want to say it was thirty thousand and maybe it was thirty thousand forty two, thirty thousand thirty two dollars. The average that would by the way, that's a new record. The average loan amount monthly payment, also a new record. We surpassed five hundred dollars a month on a car loan, and then the third thing was duration. And you see, and this is how they really skewed the number. You know, you go back 20 years ago, there was no such thing as a car loan that went for more than five years. You go back 30 years ago, most of the car loans were three, maybe four years. Now they're saying almost all new car loans are now seven to eight years, and we still have hit record high monthly payments. So you think about the loan term
0: has doubled. Yeah, but you gotta—you you agree, though, there's no way that today's person can make the payments of, unless it's extended to eight to ten years. Well, this is what I'm saying, right? so the duration has doubled,
1: right? You used to pay, have a car loan that was three or four years for a new car. Now it's seven to eight years, and we still are at all times. The payments,
0: they've almost,
1: duration has doubled. The payments have doubled.
0: The interesting thing about that, what hasn't doubled is salary. And you know what That's right? That's the, always the biggest problem. That hasn't doubled. You know
1: what else is, is is amazing is, think about, you can't, money's never been this cheap. Imagine what the $505 payment would be if the federal funds rate was at normal levels between 4 and 5%. That would put the new car loan at about 8% for us people with really good credit. Probably about 20% for most of the people that have, you know, not so good credit. And Jamie Dimon came out and said, some of some bank, somebody's going to get hurt here because it's unpayable. And this is really, you know, as you sign a... Kind of look at things. Just another one of these things. You just kind of start adding them up that don't don't make sense to what's really happening in this country. Now we're talking about car loans. You know, we're allegedly at least if you if you watch the TV today, we're at full employment, but yet people can't afford the car that they're in. We're at full employment, yet the retailers can't sell anything. We're at full employment, but more and more people can't afford their health care. And so when we're sitting there and we're looking at all of these things, I just, just so amazing to me. Because really the only thing that they've really done is added debt onto people. Right, you're sitting there and you're looking at all the things that people have to come up with, and you can start to understand why it is that Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are so popular right now.
0: Something new, something different.
1: Right? anything's got to be better than this, you know. And I, uh, Homer and I were talking. Uh, Hillary was running those attack ads of, about Trump University, right? We were we were talking about that this morning, and. As we were going through getting ready for the show, the, the USA Today, they, they they had a great little article talking about the litigator-in-chief, and they had a pres, uh, picture of Trump, who has been involved in, in his career in 3,500 lawsuits.
0: He's a bit litigious.
1: I going to tell you what his track record is when we get back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J in the Love, 800-951-0592. You know, talking about all the bad deals, and it seems like we've just had decades of bad deals, decades of more and more government involvement, and decades of more and more bad deals, more and more of the american dream being taken away the decimation of the middle class good paying jobs seemingly almost impossible to get anymore continually seeing whether it be jobs moved overseas uh... in sourcing now being replaced by foreign you name it all just under attack constantly And the USA Today says that Donald Trump's been involved in 3,500 lawsuits. 1,900 of those, he's been the one doing the suing. So here's a guy who's willing to stand up for what he believes in, right? Of the other 1,450, 100 of 150 of them were some form of a bankruptcy third party in other words he was involved as a third party or some other other thing where maybe tr- the name Trump was involved but he may not have been involved so that leaves 1300 cases where Donald Trump was getting sued by at least somebody. And the USA Today broke it all down. Of the 1,300, 500 were outright dismissed. 450 Trump outright won. So that's 950 of the 1,300. 175 were settled out of court. 137, it just says other. And then the number of times he's lost, 38. So when you think, I mean, the way I look at it, the way I do math, of the 1,300 times this guy sued, he's won 1,262 times. I, here, I'll just, Out of a yeah. possible thirteen hundred, you don't want to be
0: sued by him. Number one,
1: number one, yeah. Well, number one doesn't give how many of the nineteen hundred doesn't say this was just the ones where he was the defendant. <laughs> but but either way, bless you. By the way, pardon me, everyone. But either way, maybe this is what we need, right? Maybe he's
0: right. I know how to win. That's, he's not afraid to get in the fight. Right? right? Bring, Bring it on. Bring it on. And, and he'll, he'll take it on the chin and lose, apparently. He doesn't lose very often. No, he doesn't. But I'm here to tell you, you know, when a guy's got deep pockets like that, you don't want to get sued by them. They'll just keep you in court for years and years and years.
1: Well, I, I don't, you know what? Apparently, though, I guess here's my point. These are the ones, uh, 1,300 of
0: them been, have been completed. See, until you, you get those stats, uh, uh, them using that he's been in court so much against him, is, is a, that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, you know, it doesn't really have that much foundation to stand on. He wins. Okay, so he sues a lot of people. Okay, so if the government doesn't treat you right, is he going to sue his own government? Maybe! Maybe that's what we need! Maybe you need somebody in your corner to stand up for you and go to fight. So I, I, just, I just look at that, those types of stats, and I look at Hillary starting to get ugly about trying to come up with, you know, Trump University and all this. I'll tell you what, when her stuff starts gets, when he starts slinging back, Watch out. I really think it's about to get very interesting. Here's the other thing. Hillary hasn't even solidified the, the nomination, has she? I'm going to tell you right
1: now. I what, heard what up happens? in the what, air. What happens if Bernie Sanders wins California?
0: Dude, she's running independent. <laughs> she, she's running independent. I really think she is that driven, and that, is, that just, she has insanity to be the president. She's that crazy about wanting to be the president. And there's a lot of crazies behind her. And maybe crazy is the wrong word, supporters. How <laughs> <laughs> about crazy supporters? I don't know.
1: It's kind of like bribery and lobbyists, crazy and supporter. Criminal,
0: safety. non-criminal, because I'm here to tell you, according to what's going to come out, Hillary's done criminal activity. So let's just see what ends up happening there. When all I the just news thought, comes
1: out, but you know I'm just sitting there, and I was thinking about, you know, all of the bad deals that we've gotten. And maybe we need a guy who knows how to fight when it comes to bad deals. And and apparently, at least according to the USA today, like you said, you don't want to get involved with him. Because you're gonna lose. Which maybe means America could win. I don't know. I'm just I'm just giving you the facts.
0: I just look at him as the businessman and when we look at trade agreements and everything that's in place with China and whatever other country we have, is his negotiating skill. And I believe that he will look out for the best interest of the United States. If we're not in a winning proposition, it ain't one that he's buying into. And I'm here to tell you, he's going to retaliate, or how do I say this, retort with, uh, yeah, that doesn't work for us. I guess we're we're not working together. I really see him negotiating and, and, and granted, this is where people worry about whether or not he has diplomacy.
1: Well, you know what's so funny? It's funny you bring that up because I saw another little thing they're saying that all these other world leaders are all worried about it. Holy crap, I don't know and, if I can and, negotiate and you know it with what? him. I'm almost thinking about it. I'm like, I think that's a good thing. I do
0: as well. They should be worried. They should be worried about a
1: leader Because like you know why the reason they're worried? Because they know that they've screwed us over.
0: They know that they've done all the winning. I'm sure the Middle Eastern countries are really disappointed every time they go, wow, we got more jobs than America doesn't want.
1: Pedro Radio News, Hour final segment coming up. This just in, Prince died of a drug overdose.
0: Not another rock star that died of a drug overdose.
1: In case you were wondering, apparently that is...
0: The reports are back! And apparently he had a drug problem. Well, no surprise. Rock and roll stars tend to... I mean, I can just think of Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. I mean, that's just three off the top of my head, you know? I mean... Uh, Scott Whalen, Scott Whelan, uh I mean, there's just... And this year has been an amazing year for uh, celebrity death. I just think it's... Uh, well, it's a shame. Not to make fun of, but anyway.
1: Anyway, so, so just... Uh,
0: just trying to keep you up
1: updated. We gave you the weather today. We talked sports today. We've got uh, entertainment going on. Uh, quick look here at the market. Everything's pretty flat. Uh, the Dow's down five points. Uh, the S&P's down a dollar. The NASDAQ's down two. Uh, gold's down 60 cents at 1214 Oil's up 25 cents. Oil's probably moved the most. It was down... But then it came back up because uh, more and more U.S. oil companies file, filing for bankruptcy starting to hit production. Uh, silver, silver is up today. It's up about ten cents, uh, back above sixteen dollars. Today we've got, and you know what? I didn't even notice it, but I've got an opportunity, and it it it, uh, it presented itself earlier this morning, and I didn't notice and so uh, the largest wholesaler in the world actually called me because you know they sent me an email and and I sometimes barely glanced at it you know I don't always read it and, and that was the case and, and so here's what it is just a great opportunity on some $5 gold pieces these are just circulated ones uh, but but Right now, if you go out uh, to allamericangold.com, a $20 gold piece is $1,380. And when you buy fractionals, whether you buy tens, I think like tens right now are 690 or $695, uh, just a little bit more than a 20. When you get to the fives, the fives are always way more expensive. And I mean, usually about $100 an ounce more expensive. So if you bought four or $5 gold pieces versus a 20, you're usually paying about $100 an ounce more. Today, I'm able to offer everybody the opportunity, and this is no credit cards. If you put it on a credit card, we're going to charge you a credit card fee. But if you mail in a check or send a bank wire, U.S. $5 gold pieces are going to be $345 a piece, which means if you bought four of them, that would be the exact same price as a $20 gold piece. And I will tell you, I know for a fact, that hasn't happened in years. Years. I mean, the $5 gold market it is hard to get. Uh, these are all the Liberty Series, the 1866 to 1907. I'm going to put a limit of 20. Uh, I've got about 100 of them available. Everybody enjoy your Thursday. Get the sunscreen out. Eric and I will be back tomorrow. Have a great day.